Welcome in, Butt Bucks. This is your BBIG episode number eight of your number eight of your fantasy show. Uh, it's been a it's been a few weeks since we've put out a show, so today we're going to kind of hit on what we missed: the draft, week one, week two. Now we're headed into week three, so we'll kind of hit all of those areas, and uh, yeah, we'll give you guys some information and. And uh, what we think is going to happen in week three. And yeah, so first, let's, uh, I wanted to kick it off with a quick draft recap, you know, uh, since that was a month ago now. So, yep. yeah, well, I guess the first question is, Manesh, did you wake up? Manesh? Wake up, Manesh. <laughs> How are you feeling, man? Huh? I'm here. How you yep. feel? I agree. How how was your how was your plane ride back? Uh, it was good, man. It was good. Just getting up here, you know. Yeah. Were you uh, were you pretty hungover on the plane? No, actually, I was great. I was, dude. I just get tired. Okay, I get tired. Sometimes you just get tired. <laughs> do, do you do you remember uh, Matt taking you on golf cart rides? Yes, I do. Okay. I All actually right. do. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we. I didn't realize there were multiple rides, but now I guess there, there <laughs> were. Yeah, there were a couple, a couple That's rides funny. that you did partake in. <laughs> That's funny. But you know, we got a, we got a great picture out of it. So. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. You know, you'll be you'll be seeing that again one day. Oh, I I am fully aware. <laughs> so just uh, let's just recap real fast, Manesh, since you know it's not fresh in everybody's memories. Um. Who did you feel had the best draft or, I guess, surprised you maybe? Or what do you think? Who 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 was that person? Yeah, you know, um, surprisingly enough, I think this is maybe why I liked it so much, but I loved Dave's draft, man. I thought Dave had an awesome, awesome draft. Um, I thought he got really good value in a lot of players that he went after. Um, and at that, I mean, I, I, I know, I know if a couple people didn't like, um, I think you might've been one of them didn't like the keeping of Dalvin cook in the second round, but I thought that was a really good kind of sneaky move late in the year last year or mm-hmm. middle of the year last year. And, you know, he felt like that was the best option for him. And I liked Dalvin cook coming into the year, maybe not like, uh, as a top five, whatever running back, but I mean, Hey, he's going to be a really good dependable running back as long as he can stay healthy and. You know, he solidified that roster around him really well as well, like getting Nuke and Juju, and I loved picking up Ingram in the fourth round because, I mean, I was targeting him then as well. So, yeah, yeah I think – I thought Dave kind of knocked out of the park, I'm not going to lie. And, you know, Chris Carson, I loved him, you know, going back to last year. I think both of us did. So, you know, when once his team is kind of like fully back together, just, uh, you know, all healthy mm-hmm. at least and, you know – not suspended. I think that his team's going to do a pretty good job. Well, you know, you know, Chris Carson gets gassed playing all those special teams. Yeah, you know, that's why you have your starting running back playing special teams and running down the field, makes back and forth, back and forth. When <laughs> your backup running back, one of them, is Mike Davis, who um, yes, I mean it's Mike Davis. Hey, hey, you be careful. Yeah, I know he's your scar boy, but um, and your former Forty Nine er, and Forty Nine er man. Yeah, he's he's uh he's your, he's basically your homeboy, and then you know Rashard Penny, who they picked up in the first round, but 
honestly has not looked very good in the preseason or in the regular season. And then another backup, Procise, who can't stay healthy to save his life. So, of course, you know, just to throw the one guy who's looked good, looked strong, looked healthy, and just waste him on special teams and gas him out on that. So that's the way to do it. But, you know. Yeah, man. Uh, well, how about you, though? Yeah, no, Dave. I think Dave, Dave did a good job. What about you, though? What do you think? Yeah. Who impressed you? So my favorite, my favorite draft was Chris Simpson, believe it or not. Uh, I love, obviously, his keeper, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, then he followed it up with, I know, right? Uh, then they follow, he followed it up with Devontae Freeman in the second round, which I know he's hurt right now, but I felt like in the second round he was probably one of the safest running backs that you could get in the, sa- in the second round. You kind of knew what you are going to get from him. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. And then Alex Collins. What's that? I said I would agree with that. Yeah. Then Alex Collins in the third and Kenyon Drake in the fourth. Uh, so he started off with four straight running backs. Um, four, I believe, reliable running backs um, that he can count on, you know, for ten points week in and week out. And Allen Robinson, I know he's in a new offense, and old Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, we'll see how he's going to turn out. But Allen Robinson, uh, you know, seeing targets uh, that we see now, he's getting a lot of targets and the number one right receiver in that offense. And he got him in the fifth round. So I was impressed with that. And Evan Ingram, of course, he had him last year. So he was familiar with him and wanted to get him again obviously, in the sixth round. So overall, I liked Chris's draft. I liked the strategy of taking the first first four rounds and getting running backs just to kind of uh, shore up that position. That's a lot of running backs, is. man. <laughs> and I don't know about you, man, but I've been having a lot of trade talks, and all of them involve running backs because there's not very many of them out there. <laughs> not very many good ones, no, for sure, no. for sure. And if you can if you can solidify it with, you know, hey, he's still he's still looking pretty good right now. Yes. Even though his second one's, you know, not, not doing too hot. No. Although, did he drop Giovanni Bernard? Uh, he did, and I believe we will talk about him a little bit later in this episode. Yeah, I think we will. Man, you know where he picked him up in the ninth round? Ninth round. And then eighth round, he got Sammy Watkins. Someone's a little trigger happy, if you ask me. It's eighth round, Sammy. Yeah, we'll, we will talk about both of those guys. Actually, and then the twelfth round pick, also, we'll talk about him, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I've seen that guy, yeah. So, you know, he, he started strong, but then things went downhill pretty quickly. <laughs> in, in his eyes, yeah, because I guess he, he didn't like some of those players after their week one performance. But, but yeah. We'll, or before. <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about him. And, uh, yeah, man. So, uh, overall, though, good time at the draft. We had a great time. Um, we did not float, float yeah. the keg, though, Manesh. You know what? We get so close. I don't, I don't believe it. I don't believe Dude, it. Dude, I, I could shake it in here liquid, but it was also I could carry it, you know, just with one hand. So it was close. Right. So maybe maybe, you know maybe next year. Maybe next year, you know. We'll try harder. Maybe next year. Um, we, were, we, were, we were going pretty hard, though. Yeah, we were. Jolly did a great job being beer bitch. Uh, yeah, Jolly did a phenomenal job. He, props to Jolly. He, hey, props to props to. The Cox family, you know, for hosting us. Oh, well, well thank you. Uh, I enjoy you guys coming over and having a good time. And Sorry. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Props to Helena for hosting us. Oh, you know? yeah. She did a good job. Fuck all you guys. 
<laughs> so yeah, so let's let's move on, Manesh. Let's let's move on so we can get to week three. But right now, week one, week one uh, came and went very very fast. And very fast. Yeah, I mean it's it's crazy how fast football season just flies by. But yep. week one we had the the challenge that you created. It was yeah. it was yeah. the the wide receivers in the starting roster who had the biggest point differential over their running backs in the starting roster. And I almost got it. Almost, Damn. man. You you had a differential of 30 points between your wide receivers and running back. I had 37. Yep. So I know. Thank you. God. Thank you for the for the ten dollars. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. That's probably money. the only money I'll win all year. <laughs> yep. Uh, I would agree. Oh, screw you. Uh, <laughs> Jamie, he won the pick'em. Uh, him and I tied, but he he finished the the week with the most points at 171. Uh, so he got the the option to choose either three butt bucks or a waiver wire move, and he chose to get a free waiver wire move. And I think that's because of last year. Yeah, yeah. I think Jamie. Um, thank you, J- thank you. Prop- props to Jamie for the keg. So. Yeah. We'll <laughs> Basically, <see if> <laughs> continue that tradition. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he he had the most points at 171, and poor old Jolly, he's he had 153 and he lost. Oh man, that that was tough. Yeah, it was. You know, Jolly's trying really hard this year, and you know, just had to ruin that. You know, yeah, 153. Nobody else got higher than that except yep. one person. So Who did he, he play? That person. Seems like that's the way it always works, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Whenever you have your best score of the year, it's always got to be the second best score of the league. Mm-hmm. That's the way it is, man. Um, it, was almost high. It, was, it was almost 10% higher than everyone else, though. Which is, you know, yeah. that's that's just bad luck. Yeah, you man. Know? That, that really is. Um, but as week one went by, we had a, our first week of butt bucks, Manesh. And First week of butt bucks. We've had two rounds of butt bucks, and just real quick, what, yeah, have, have. what, have, what are your what are your thoughts so far on man, butt bucks? I don't know about you. Um, I know Chris mentioned it earlier, but man, I'm loving this fab. It's oh, the first yeah. time ever doing it myself. Obviously, I had some pretty good luck too, but. Uh, First time doing it, and it's been it's been a hell of a lot of fun. I think you had an awesome stat. Uh, if you wanted to go ahead and share that in terms of like the number of moves that we've had this yeah. year versus the last year, um, week two. So we've had a, we had a couple today. Uh, so it's it's either fifty nine or sixty that we've had since right right around fifty nine or sixty yeah. moves. That's overall transactions. Overall transactions um, since uh, the beginning of week one NFL week one. Uh, at this time, we've had fifty nine or sixty. At this time last year, we had twenty four. 24. Yes. That is a huge difference. Yes. Because you don't have to hoard your waiver wire spot. It's like, oh, man, I'm number one, two, or three. I got to wait until I'm number one or keep my number one until the player I want becomes available. Exactly. You know, it's you know, you put down money if you want the guy. If you don't, don't put out money. Put, I mean, yep. It's as simple as that, right? Go get your man. Get your man. That's right. So, real quick, Manesh, how about you? Would you like to run through week one of some of the money that was spent and on who those yeah, players yeah, were? Yeah, absolutely. I think I can do that. Um, I'm pretty familiar with these people. So, <laughs> uh, I know this guy, awesome, smart manager, put out 19 butt bucks to get uh, Philip Lindsay out of Denver. 
who's been in a breakout, I guess you could say, he's, uh, he's, running back. He's been a thorn in my side. That's who, that's what he's been. Love that guy, man. Love that guy. <laughs> for two reasons. For number one, being a thorn in your side, first and foremost. <laughs> being a thorn in your side, continually, Just... hopefully continuously doing it for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Royce Freeman. <sighs> Second place forever in our hearts. Yeah. Um, and then second player that went off the board uh, was actually Quincy Anunua at 17 butt bucks. So I actually happened to be the one that got both of those guys. And Anunua's um, yeah. had a great bounce back season this year after um, being unhealthy last year. Um, just real quick. Establishing a pretty good rapport with Sam Darnold. So that was good. Yeah, just real quick. I I texted you the next morning, I believe it was, after those bids went through. And I said, Manesh, when I saw how much money you spent on those players, I thought you were way over. And then I went inside and I looked at the next closest bid. And as I said to you, you nailed those two. I mean, you you won each bid by $2. I was like, dang. Man, that was awesome. Yeah. I, I was like, uh, do I really want to put $19 out for this Lindsay kid? <laughs> then I went back and I was like, man, this guy's freaking awesome. Yeah. All right, yes, we're doing it because I need a – fucking running back with Le'Veon Bell not on my team oh, <laughs> or on the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> so <laughs> yeah yeah I had I had to do it uh, but yeah no I needed him and then Inunua he's, I was just, and that guy he established such a good rapport with with Sam Darnold I, I was I just I had four receivers I already liked and I just wanted to add him and I was like if I have five solid guys even during the bye weeks I'll be good so I just put it out I was hoping that I would land him. Got him. And um, I ended up getting him. And now I actually need him. Because who knows gonna, what's going to happen with a couple of my receivers right now. So yeah. it's been a pretty good um, – it ended up being a pretty good move for, because of that. So. Well, good. Um, who else went? Who else? Yeah, some of the other ones. Um, yeah, week one, a couple – quick, we can quickly go through this. Brandon Marshall um, went for a pretty high amount there. He went for 11, 11 butt bucks, which is – pretty significant uh aaron jones you know nobody else really bid but he went for five dollars pretty good sneaky pickup by matt there yeah that was a tough one for uh, me tj yeldon yeah yeah same tj yeldon went for 11 there uh for jacksonville that, you know leonard fournette being out yep that worked out and then the steal of this week we'll get into the steal of overall but the steal of this week was jared cook you know what he went for dan how much 16 Butt bucks, you man. said sixteen. You don't. You don't do better than that. You do not do better than that for Jared Cook. Jared Cook, man. I'll tell you that much. He's that. He's that week one wonder. Hey, worth it. Worth every dollar. Yeah. Uh, Case Keenum got him for zero, zero bucks. That was like, the Chicago defense. That was you, right? That was me. I got those. I got those Bears. Hey, that was that was a good move. And you know what? I didn't go after the Bears because I had the awesome Ravens defense. But that just tells you, like. Buffalo is that bad. Yes. Buffalo is terrible. And then Buck Allen went for two. Pittsburgh went for zero. Geronimo Allison for three. And Deshaun Jackson went for ten. Ten bucks. Did you know as of today, Deshaun Jackson is the leading receiver in the NFL? Yeah, he's awesome, man. Freaking, freaking he and um, he and he's making some Fitz magic. You know, yeah, man. Is. Do we can we talk about can we talk about uh, Fitz magic coming out in Djax's gear though? <laughs> that was hilarious. That was awesome. It really was. Uh, did you listen to I the mean, audio? I did not realize Conor McGregor played in the NFL, though. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? It's great. I mean, it's so dope. I love this this crossover when 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 these athletes change sports. It's awesome. Uh, I love it because I wish LeBron. I wish LeBron would be running alongside David and Joker right now. It'd be awesome. <laughs> it's great because 
Fitzpatrick knows he has nothing to lose. So he just he's just going out there and just throwing it 60 yards downfield, hoping he gets a touchdown. I mean, he has – Yep. What, what, what's going to happen? He's going to go back. I'm going to throw it as far as I can and think that the guy that's the, one of the fastest players in the league will get under the ball. Exactly. And guess what? He's doing it. <laughs> My question is, is Fitzpatrick, is he in a contract year? Oh, yeah, because he's getting another $100 million contract. Because that's what right? he does, man. And he balls out for a year, gets a big-ass contract, and then he sucks. <laughs> and then he balls yeah. out for a year, and then uh, gets another contract, and then he sucks. <laughs> but, dude, he is the best backup quarterback that you would that you always uh, want oh, your yeah. team to have. Yeah, definitely. Either him or awesome Chase Daniel. Now, Chase Daniel's oh, worth every penny. Gosh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Chase Daniels. But no, Fitzy, man. Fitzy is a great backup quarterback. Yeah. And, you know, you could do a lot worse with that. So, uh, so any, just real quick from the Butt Bucks, any surprises? Just a quick surprise that you didn't think. Yeah, you know, I thought I thought Brandon Marshall would go for a few bucks in week one. Mm-hmm. But um, I thought $11, you know, I thought that was like pretty hefty price to pay for him, which – you know, hey, you need a you need a wide route, and you thought that Brandon Marshall was going to be great. Well, hey, guess what? Doug Baldwin's gone, so that was yeah. That can't was, say it's a bad move. So that was Diallo's premise. I'm thought process behind him. Yeah, so. since he lost Doug Baldwin, I'm sure that's why he went out and snagged him some Brandon Marshall. Yep, yep. So hey, and you know, I snaked him on uh, Quincy Nunu. I know he put 15 down for him, but I got him at 17, so that was good too. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so let's let's move on, Manesh. Move on to week two. Let's move on. Okay. Let's move on to week two. You want to uh, – what was the week two challenge, Manesh? Uh, so the week two challenge uh, – actually, you, how, about, how about you take it? How about you take us through this because this, this got a little confusing. <laughs> <laughs> got it, man. Week two challenge. Yeah. So Tommy created the week two challenge. It was the player with the most catches. It had to be in your starting lineup, so it could be any player. It could have been your quarterback. He went out there and caught – 15 balls. It didn't matter. The player with the most catches, and if there was a tie, it was going to, then it was the player that had the most yards off of those catches. So and didn't We did have a tie. We did we have a tie. Did we have had a two tie. people with 14, right? Uh, Matt's uh, McCaffrey had 14, and Nick's Saquon Barkley had 14. Um, <laughs> Matt's player with the most catches. Yes. Both were running backs. Running backs, man, it's crazy. Man, that just tells you what the hell's going on right now in the league. Uh yeah. And That's... it was one oh two yardage to eighty yards. So Matt was the winner of the ten dollars <laughs> for the week. And then with Pick'em, Tommy won the Pick'em with three correct uh picks and he chose a free waiver wire move and not the butt bucks. I I thought he would choose the money because as of right now, he still has $100. And I think he thinks at the end of the year, I'm going to write him a check for $100 if he still keeps the money. But that is not let him keep thinking that. That's not happening. Yep, Tommy, you're going you're gonna to get a, a $100 check mark. <laughs> you are going to get that. Yes. Um, yeah, so those were the weekly challenges. And the highest scorer for last week was Charlie, who just – Ran circles around everybody last week, man. Man, he went nuts. Yeah. Or that team went nuts, yeah. man. Yeah. 183. 183 points. Mm-hmm. Out freaking rages, man. Yeah. Everyone went off on that team. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Big Ben in the loss went nuts. Yep. 
Todd Gurley went nuts. Like, ah, yeah, that that was that was. I mean, obviously we're gonna have a lot of higher scores now because we have the extra flex. But man, he went off. He went uh, off it's sure. I've been in my other leagues too. It seems like it seems like there has been a lot of high scoring. Um, I think they said last week was the most. It tied for the most touchdown passes um, ever in a week of NFL football. Oh damn! Yeah, okay. so scoring in the NFL obviously is up, which is making some of these fantasy scores just ridiculous. Yeah, uh, no, that's true. That's true. There's a lot of bad, uh, bad running games, and then a yes. lot of running backs that are catching the ball. So that makes a lot yeah. of sense. You know who the number one leading rusher in the NFL is? Uh, yeah, I, I saw this. This was nuts. Uh, is is it Matt Breida? Yes, it is Matt Breida. <laughs> <laughs> number two is, uh, I believe, your boy Lindsey's number two. Yep, yep, Philip Lindsey. And yeah. I think Lamar's three. And then, oh God, I saw this top five, and I was like, "This yeah, is ridiculous." It's it's crazy how not you know. I think last week the only guy you know is Lamar Miller. Yeah, and he's not that good. No. <laughs> last last week, um, uh, Melvin Gordon. I think he had almost 30 fantasy points, but he only ran for 18 rushing yards. He had nothing. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yep, it's, yep, yep. it's ridiculous right now. Um, so, yeah, this that's, is crazy. All these receiving touchdowns, all these receiving running backs, really. It's pretty freaking crazy. So, we just had the waiver or the butt bucks or the fab, whatever you want to call it. It just closed out a couple days ago for us going into week three. And we saw some money flying around, some butt bucks flying around, Manesh. Oh, yeah. You know we love that. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, there has been some talk on the Facebook Messenger of making fun of my Geo Bernard pickup, which is fine. That's okay. Oh, did, you pay, did you pay money for Giovanni Bernard? I paid 27 butt bucks for Geo, man. Yeah, he did. I did. I did. I honestly, I thought Jamie, you know, with Mixon, I, th- I really thought he was going to go 30, so I didn't even think 27 was going to get him. Um, yeah, Jamie uh, went 17. He did. He went 17. Yep. What's funny uh, is that Jamie and Diallo both went 17, though. Yes. And so technically, if you add them together, they yes. went above 30. On the winner. See? Uh, in the other league, I was telling you, I was telling you earlier tonight, in the other league, Joe yeah. went for 31. So I was like, okay, well, I don't know. But I mean, I think it, it's obviously going to be a scarcity in the position. You know, you got to check and see who everyone in, or how everyone's teams are shaping up. And so, you know, you felt like you could go out for him for 27. And so even if you did outbid the next guy by a lot, you still got the do that you wanted for whatever yes. price point that you were willing to spend for him. So I think uh, it's fair. 27 is fair. The way I look at it is uh, – he could be out mixing be out two weeks, he could be out four weeks. If I could get Geo for four weeks, you know, at basically five dollars a week. Last year in the two games that uh Mixon uh, missed, Geo was a, an R B sixteen. So if I can get an R B two, you know, for basically five bucks a week for the next four weeks, I'm totally worth okay it. with that. It's um, worth it. Yeah. So hopefully, fingers crossed that Mixon misses four weeks. Um we'll see if it happens, but I'm Hell, told, you need a win now. I mean, yes. being 0-2, you can't it's, take many more losses to start the season. So it's a, you need a weird win-now mode. So 27's It's a weekly game, right, Worth Manesh? it for a win. Yeah. It's a weekly yeah. game. So you got to do what you can to win that week and then worry okay. about next week. Hell, yeah. I'm lucky right now to be 2-0 and with Le'Veon Bell out. So yeah. I'm, I'm not, that fact has not you know, passed me by. 
put it that way. The but you know, twenty-seven bucks for Geo was not the highest bid of the week. No, it was not. This was the steal. Who was it? It was Stinky Big Dick Disley, man. Stinky. You know what he went for? How much? Thirty-one butt bucks. He should have gone for sixty-nine. <laughs> but when you add the sixty-nine to the thirty-one, that's when you get the full one hundred. <laughs> so I think Stinky Dick Big Dick Disley did the reverse on us. Wait, you went and you instead went, of putting down sixty-nine, he went thirty-one. You, you went know? Stinky Dick Big Dick that time. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> not, not only is it big, but it's very very stinky. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so 31. Yeah, I mean, Disley has been a, a surprise, I would say. Uh, as you were telling me earlier, you know, you're you're looking at him, and he came in supposed to be the blocking tight end, and now he's running down the middle of the field just looking like the most uncomfortable white guy catching footballs. But uh, It's great. Man. Yeah, it's it really great. is. So Dave, I guess, obviously felt he needed a tight end. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess Tyler Eifert wasn't doing it for him. I don't think he was doing it for him. Yeah. So he went out and got him some some Disley to add to his team. Mm-hmm. Thirty one butt bucks. And thirty one butt bucks, man. I'll say the next one we he got his boy though. He got his boy. He, he got his boy. Yeah. Um he definitely did do that. Dave, I've been trying to give you Zach Ertz, man. Just take Zach Ertz. Try it. The next one we have Why don't you gotta give him to me? I'll I'll take him. Uh, okay, we'll work something out. Uh, Let's Corey, talk offline. Corey, yeah, Corey Clement, man. Matt got him for 11 butt bucks. I uh, I like that move. I like that move a lot. I do, especially, too. I do too. Especially now that J.H.I. is you know, definitely out this week. So that's, even if you can only get him for one yeah. week. You know what the best part is? We talked about this. The best part is, who has J.H.I.? Uh, Jolly. Jolly does. And how much money did he put down for uh, Corey Clement? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if Jolly knows he has money to put down. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. I guarantee you he doesn't. Jolly, like, if what, you, is, what is FAP? If, you listen, if you're listening to this, Jolly, shoot me a text and we'll, we'll go over it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> you still got 100 bucks sitting in your account. <laughs> You're also going to get a $100 check mark at the end of the year. Though. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no. You uh, you and Tommy, man, you guys are fighting for the most money. Oh, this is great. It is. But, yeah, so now Jolly. Jolly's kind of in a, in a pickle because now Ajayi's out. LaShawn McCoy has, you know, broken ribs, and he gets to, gets to play the Vikings this weekend. So That's fun. Yeah, that's always fun. Um, and he might go to jail. <laughs> I mean, and, yeah, I mean, <laughs> to make matters worse, he can go to jail at any time. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, that, Jolly, let's that's, that's talk to me, man. We could have, you know, helped you, man. You could have put some money on Corey Clement because I think he'll be good this weekend against Lord the Colts. Knows he could have used his ass. Yeah, especially because Darren Sproles is out too. Exactly, man. It's it's Corey Clement. It's a Corey show. Clement and Josh Adams show right now. So, yeah. I mean, I think uh, Matt got a steal there. Definitely. Uh, he definitely did, and we also had Chris Godwin. He went to Dave's team, the Stinky Dick Disley. The Stinky Dick Disleys. Yep. For fourteen butt bucks, nobody else bid it on him, but I like Chris Godwin. I mean, I think he's a a very good wide receiver three on your team. 
hey man, that that, that team is right now supporting three yes. fantasy relevant wide receivers. So as long as they can keep that up, with how hot and cold Djax is, and we all know he's he's gonna have his off weeks. Godwin could be a steadying force in that lineup. Yes, so definitely. That could be good. I agree. I definitely agree. Um, another move we saw was Your boy Sammy. Sammy Watkins. So, so just this week in the uh, Butt Bucks waiver wire, I picked up two of Chris's draft choices that he decided to drop yeah. in Sammy Watkins. And As Gio. we were discussing earlier. Yes. Yep. Yep. So that's cool. Eighth and ninth round picks, Geo and Sammy Watkins ended up going both to you. Both to me. Thank you, Chris, because I definitely needed the help at 0-2. <laughs> uh, hey, you only had to spend $35 for both of them. That's true, man. Only 35 bucks. <laughs> Hopefully it pays off. <laughs> hey, no, Sam, Sammy for me was that Chiefs offense is so freaking good. I wanted a piece of it. And Sammy might have some really good weeks, as you were talking about, and some really, really bad weeks. But hopefully I can play him on the right ones. That's the hope, man. That is the hope. Yeah. And um, I just hope that his quarterback keeps slinging around. I'm sure you do. That's all I want. <laughs> Average six touchdowns a game, right? Let's keep it up. And speaking of Fitz Magic, somebody somebody put a bid on him this week. Fitzy, Fitzy, how much did he go for? He went for seven butt bucks. All right. That's what I'm to Chris, I, I I like the move. Chris has Philip Rivers, and Philip Rivers is playing the Rams this weekend. That's a definitely a tough matchup. Uh, and Fitz gets Pittsburgh Steelers on Monday Night Football at home. So I, I, I like that, you know. Um, it could go one of two ways. It can go really, really well like it's been going. Mm-hmm. Or it could go really, really not well. So Good. I think it, I think it'll probably go to the, the former of those two, though, because Pittsburgh's defense has not been very good. Not good at Especially, all. Well, not against Pat Mahomes anyways. No, yeah. They were decent against Tyrod, but, I mean, we saw what happened yesterday with Tyrod, so. Speaking of which, the, man. Uh, the Jets were rolling around um, like the A5 Bears, so. <laughs> well, yeah, to him they were, but not to some other guy. Uh, yeah, so Nick, he got the Cleveland's defense for one butt buck this past week, and he was able to play them on Thursday night. I believe they got him nine fantasy points, so not too bad for a dollar. It's pretty good. Man, hey, Cleveland's defense is for freaking real. That was an awesome move. Yeah. Like, congrats. You're welcome. Awesome. <laughs> I actually picked him up in my other league. So, I mean, I, got, I did the same tonight. I think I had like 10 points for him. So, I mean, I'm pumped with them. I mean, I like the defense in general. I was kind of pissed off during the game yesterday in the first half because the Jets were running all over us. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Isaiah Crowell wiping his ass with us. I was like, what the hell, man? This is not cool. What did then, you, um, what'd you came think back of that? strong. Though. I thought that was creative as hell. That was <laughs> Awesome. I, I agree. I did not hate it. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I'm a fucking Cleveland fan. I thought that was awesome. Uh, I was like, this is funny as hell. I've, I've heard some sports anchors or commentators or whatever said it was very uh, classless and unprofessional and shouldn't have did it. So, man, I thought it was funny. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, come on. It's just funny. You're playing the Browns. You used to be a fucking Brown. And you were having a little fun. Uh, with the waiver wire moves, we also had a couple trades this week, Manesh. We had some we had some movement. I love it. What? I love it. Oh, I can't hear you. Um, so just a quick 
I'll 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 study the trades and then you you tell me what you think, okay? Good? Alright, let's go. Good, good. Alright, so first was uh Chris sent me Kittle and Bits and I gave him Mike Williams and Buck Buck Allen. Go for it. I think uh I would have to say that I think you got housed on that trade. I so? okay. like George Kittle. I think he's a really good tight end. But uh, considering you already have Zach Ertz, I think you might have overspent on him mm-hmm. because Mike Williams, you and I have differing opinions of Mike Williams. You were trying to sell high on Mike. I think that you sold a status kind of medium on Mike. Um, now, if okay. obviously adding in Buck Allen into the equation makes the trade much more uh, even because I don't think that George Kittle to Mike Williams is obviously even right now. But when you add in the the upside of Buck Allen, who the Ravens trust a lot, they use him a lot in the the red zone. They apparently don't want to feed Alex Collins the ball. Yeah, so I think that he actually made out really well in the trade. He ended up getting a cheap player in Buck Allen and um, a guy with a high upside, Mike Williams. He had to give up a tight end, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's a really hard position to forecast this year when it comes to, you know, getting a productive player. So he had to give one up, but he still has a really good and productive player behind him. So, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I no, think, definitely. I think, I think, I think it. Right. I think it worked out both ways. I obviously a 49ers fan. I watched the 49ers play, and at the end of last year, they, Jimmy Garoppolo targeted uh, Kittle a lot. And I know. Oh, uh, I, know. I think I think Jimmy G loves him, man. I think. Oh, he, he does. does. He does, and, and he leads uh, the team in targets right now. Even though I know Goodwin's out, he'll come back, and that will obviously uh, take some bit. away. Um, but yeah, man, in two flex, if I need to, I can throw Kittle in there if I want to. I never felt yeah. comfortable starting Mike Williams and Keenan Allen together. I just didn't feel like they could support each other, I guess, in a way. And Buck Allen, no, he's. I think he's. I think he's good for Chris uh, because, uh, as you were talking about Alex Collins, Alex Collins and Ben Buck Allen, they're pretty much gone fifty-fifty as far as being on the field. Um, and I think. The Ravens have shown in the past that they show no loyalty to their running backs as far as they're going to play who they feel is the best, you know, for yeah. that, for that game or whatever. And so I think Buck Allen kind of gives him a little security in case, for whatever reason, Alex Collins falls out of favor. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just love me some kid on bits, man. And like I said, Zach Ertz is on the <laughs> trade block. And if I get him traded – I want a Kittle as kind of my backup because, as you can tell, when Disley is being bought for thirty-one bucks, I don't want to do it with. I don't want anything to do with the tight end market out Marketplace. there. Marketplace, uh, yeah. Yes, no, so that makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. We'll see what happens. Uh, and then the second trade that just went through today uh, is was between Nick and I. He gave me another Dion Lewis trade. and Latavius. Another trade, man. Deion Lewis and Latavius Murray, and I gave him Marshawn Lynch and Alfred Morris. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think someone put it on the group. I can't remember who it was, but, yeah, trading trash to get trash. I mean, great. You know, wake me up. (laughs) Wake me up later. So, Uh, so, no, I do. I I think that you actually got the better of this deal here. Um, I think Alfred Morris is already leaving touches out or or losing touches out to uh, Matt Breida. Marshawn Lynch is not on the field when the the Raiders get behind, and I don't think the Raiders are going to be a good team. 
I think they're a bad team, and they're going to continue being a bad team. And you know, he won't be in the in the game in fourth quarter, and that'll be Jalen Richard's time. But uh, with Dion Lewis, they obviously like him, they trust him, and Derrick Henry, they don't like. I mean, they like him, but they don't trust him. So they want mm-hmm. to play somebody that they're going to trust. So you know, New England was... South is that that you know that he's the leader in the clubhouse there in terms of trust. That and was my whole. Murray, you can't really Sorry. trust Dalvin Cook's health, you know. Yeah, so I mean. That's what we were talking about earlier is, you know, can Dalvin Cook stay healthy? Well, guess what? In the case that he can't, you have Latavius Murray. In the case that he stays healthy, you still have Latavius Murray who can be who, – who that offense you can, you've can you seen before, they can support two fantasy-relevant running backs. So, you know. Definitely. And uh, that was my thinking with upside. the whole Lynch – the Lynch and Deion Lewis is – Deion Lew- Lewis is uh, – he's game script proof. doesn't matter what – how the Titans are doing on the field, he's going to be in the game because he's their pass catching back, you know. And without uh, with uh, Marshawn Lynch, game one proved that if they're behind, he's not on the field. Um, so I think they're both probably going to end up as running back twos, but I just felt more comfortable with Deion Lewis. I just feel like he's going to be on the field, as you said, more because Lynch Raiders are not very good. So, yeah, man. I like I said, I think you get the better of that one. So. We'll see. Good we'll see how there. it plays out. So how my many running backs are left on your team from the draft. <laughs> I think I'm down to one. I'm trying to get rid of all of them, man, because my draft was not good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we can see that you did not like your draft. Oh, that's funny though. Those are just a couple of trades. I know people have been texting me, and I've been texting people. There's been, I think, trade talks. It seems like amongst everybody within the league, people are trying to make some moves. Um, so yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what trades happen within the next couple of weeks because I do believe there will be some more. Um, so let's go, let's move into week three, Manesh and week three for you kicked off with a, uh, Browns victory. On Man, I football. don't care what the hell happens now. Uh, the Browns, that's right, folks, the best one, one and one team of all time. Oh, you know what? You know, who's number one, the Browns are three times. Number one. All right. Well, quick question: If when I, I know it's not going to happen, but if somehow Buffalo beats Minnesota, Minnesota would be one, one, and one. Who's ah, better? Shit. <laughs> and the Steelers, if they win, and ah, the, shit. What about okay. Green Bay? If Green Bay loses, they would loses. also be one, one, and one. Ah, shit. So we could be the fourth best <laughs> one, one, and one team of all time. Then <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> The four Super Bowl contending teams, you know, <laughs> the Vikings, the Packers, the Steelers, and the Browns, and baby. The Brownies, man. Yeah. Hey, let's put it this way. Let me let me just tell you something like this: Would you rather be number one because you're one one and one, or three and zero? I mean, come on. I think it's pretty easy yeah. to tell. Yeah, I think so too. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and and we hadn't talked really since week one. I mean, I know the Browns tied the Steelers, but was that like? Was that joyous joy in your heart that they were able to tie the Steelers? Like at when they tied them, you had to feel like, okay, we're going to be competitive this year. No, I, I, I let's put it this way: I thought we were going to be competitive just because we weren't starting thirty-five rookies, so out of fifty-three, so that was nice. Um, I, we brought in a lot of veterans. I, you know, at least until last night, I was. I'm still actually a Tyrod supporter. Yeah. I still like him, and I still understand the reason that we traded for him. Although I think we gave up a little bit too much, mm-hmm. I liked what we did in general. Yeah. 
Um, I agree. But when it comes, and, and obviously some of the other players, I wasn't the biggest Juice fan, uh, Jarvis Landry, when he came over. But, man, he's, now he's good. I love that guy. He's, Since Hard Knocks and just, you know, watching him take control of that team, mm-hmm. I love it, man. I fucking love it. You know, uh, go, going into Thursday night, Jarvis Landry had that questionable tag on him. Could uh, you imagine if he did not play after giving that speech of, uh, it's contagious, man. It's contagious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had to play, right? He had no choice. Yeah, I think he had to play, <laughs> for sure. Oh, I don't think ever, it was really ever in question. No, I don't he think so either. <laughs> it's, just, it's just funny to think about. <laughs> it is, it is. You know there's no probable tag anymore, right? Yes, I did know that. I did know that. So that's why they had to put anyone that's quote-unquote probable as questionable. Questionable, yep. Um, Yeah. Well, at least next next game you got the Raiders, so uh, I know I'm pumped, man. I'm so pumped. <laughs> could be, is this gonna be a two game winning streak, man? Uh, I, I don't I don't want to go that far. I don't want to go that far. Yeah. We'll oh see. man. So yeah. So, uh, that was the Browns getting their getting their week one win, man, or their week three <laughs> win, their first win since 2016, Christmas Eve. Dilly so, dilly, baby, dilly dilly. Congratulations to the to the Brownies um, and the city of Cleveland for all the Bud Light. <laughs> uh, so back to fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> now the Browns hours done. <laughs> back to fantasy. Uh, we got some, we got some matchups coming up this week. <laughs> uh, right now, I think, I think a good matchup this week is going to be the T two and O Chris Simpson. Uh, don't drink and draft. Versus the defending two-time champion Tommy, who's at one and one. I think that's a, a big, I know, a big uh, a big matchup going into this week. Um, I think it's great. Yeah, definitely. I think it's great. So, yeah, I, I mean, I like how Tommy started off. You know, he got his four points from Antonio Callaway, and yes, you know, I hope, hope he continues along that same line. But man, Chris might turn into be a, a juggernaut. But then again, when Chris does that, he'll always, you know, he'll find a way to mess it up. So I, I'll, I'll wait it. for that as well. Yeah, he he needs Devontae Freeman to come back to really uh, help him help him out. But hey, uh, Chris, I do have Tevin Coleman if you're interested. So trade alert. Um, yeah. So the, and then this week the challenge is the team that loses by the closest margin. That was that finally was a simple, a simple <laughs> creative, created by Jolly. And I honestly think you guys just make it as complicated as possible. So that more time <laughs> I'm spending trying to figure out who fuck won ten dollars. <laughs> yep, yep. So I appreciate so, it. So you know what's funny is we started something t- similar in another league that I'm in, mm-hmm. and so it ended up being it had to be a player that was drafted outside of the top ten rounds, but wasn't a kicker or a defense. And mm-hmm. it had to be the lowest scoring player in your starting lineup, the highest score that they got. And I was like, this is fucking annoying and super complicated. <laughs> You're the commissioner like, in that league? I am, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's great. Now I'm like, well, now I understand, you know, what Dan goes through. So let's 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 keep it up, guys. Let's keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, I, I actually I actually enjoy some of those like uh the really creative ones that you know do have a different couple, couple of different elements to it to get the winner. I don't know. I, I do 
I do find. I think it's fun, fun so. for sure. Yeah, it is. And I like the draft one because it kind of goes to like, hey, who did a good job yes. of drafting deep, oh, yeah. deep, deep, uh, deep players, and then who's gonna, yeah. who has the balls to start them? Yeah, you know, because I drafted uh, Jordan Wilkins in that league and I started him, so. You know, I didn't win the challenge because somebody started a quarterback who they drafted really late. But um, ah, uh, yeah, you know, it was up there. He was up there. He had a decent week, so there it was fun. It was a fun challenge, though. Uh, one thing that the uh, Bud Bucks members don't know about Manesh is we we opened a hotline or a, a call in line. Yeah, can, yeah, yeah. That you want they to tell, call yeah, in, um, send their questions to, or send in your requests to that. They would like us to talk about on the show. Um, so yeah, so if, if any of y'all would like to call in, leave us leave us a message, leave a voicemail. Of, we do have a phone line, guys. I know we're yeah. getting official here. It's official. It's the Butt Bucks phone line. Butt uh, Bucks so phone line. Any questions? Any requests? What's that phone number, Manesh? Give it to him. Area code eight four three. Dial seven five four nine three zero eight. One more time for all y'all at home. Are listening on the road eight four three seven five four nine three zero eight. Call them in, get your questions into us, and we will try to get them on the next pod. Uh, one more time, it's eight four three seven five four nine three zero eight. I'm excited to hear some of those questions that we'll get. It's probably uh, going to be no more talking about the Browns. <laughs> 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 oh, I like so yeah, Browns. Manesh- Brown's talk. Uh, I gotcha. It's a, it's a, <laughs> I it's, need to it's get that rant ex- out. It's an exciting time to be a Browns fan, right? Yeah, it is. It's it's nice. We're not losing all, all the time, so it's great. Hey, we've already not lost two games this year. That's true. That we didn't true. do that at all last year. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that's two times more than we already did in 16 games, so it's great. Um, and uh, one, one other quick note I just wanted to put in. We have another matchup that I think is going to be pretty – pretty key this this week uh-huh. so you don't ever want to be 0-3 um, but we are definitely going to have one team at least one team in the league that it will will be 0-3 so we got stinky dick big dick disley <laughs> uh going up against crispy kareem okay both are 0-2 in 11th and 12th place obviously the loser of that one is going to probably be in 12th place more than likely so uh, it's going to be interesting to see who's going to fight to stay out of that, that position. I'm, I'm pretty sure I put in, I think that uh, Matt's going to take it. I think but I, I don't too. know, man. I don't know. Well, Dave uh, already has. Dick Disley comes in, you know, does some big things. You never know. He's already missing Dalvin Cook, and I think his starting running back is Chris Carson. So Now, we'll if you do want to cock block Matt, everyone just go after a defense because he currently doesn't have one. Oh, good call. So let's I'm just gonna... cock block Matt on the defense front, guys. Everyone just pick up one. I'm picking one. You don't got to keep him, but you know, maybe maybe like him. Maybe want to hang on to him for a week. There we go. Drop, drop Odell. Pick up the Bengals. Done. Got it. Perfect. Love it. Love it. <laughs> so yeah, Manesh, that's gonna let's let's wrap this up. Let's wrap let's, this uh, baby up for week let's, three. Let's, week three. Let's get excited. Hopefully I can get my first win this week. Hopefully and, not. Hopefully ah, you can join the ranks of the 0-3s. You, you shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so good luck to everybody in their matchups, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Talk to you all next week.
We draft on dudes named Brady. Dudes hit on us, it's crazy. Drinks all around, please save me. In fantasy, we're fucked. Tiny dicks that we talk. You're in luck with box.